This is Evermore Poe, the turbulent youth of Edgar Allan Poe. Chapter 35 Eddie awoke in a sea of blackness. Squeezing his eyes open and shut, he tried in vain to make sense of his surroundings, but it was futile. Peering deeper into the blackness before him, Eddie took a deep breath to awaken his senses. His face was met with a wave of warm mist, then another, then another, almost in a rhythmic pattern. The sensation was comforting until Eddie realized the warm breath was that of his own, rebounding off of something. But what? He wasn't sure. His eyes began to dart back and forth, desperate to find a speck of light, a shadow, a sense of depth, anything but the consummate nothingness that he found. The sound of his breath became upstaged by the heavy thumping of his heart. Eddie's fingers tapped nervously at his side, quivering before he reached out into the darkness. The moment that followed seemed like a lifetime. He reached out again, this time with knuckles on the lead, hoping, praying his digits would find something comforting. Eddie's senses crashed together in an emotional maelstrom as his worst fear was realized. A plank of hard wood just inches from his face, the lid of a coffin. His eyes still desperately looking for an escape were now streaming with tears. He screamed. His fingers ripped at the satin lining. Underneath, he could feel the rough grain of pine. Eddie began to claw desperately at the wall, separating him from the outside world. The lid of the coffin was either a doorway to salvation or eternal damnation. Please! He sobbed. I don't want to die! Eddie tore the oblong box, now peeled down to raw wood. Jagged splinters impaled the tender skin beneath his nails. The physical pain was excruciating, and yet nothing compared to the mental anguish. The heartbeat was deafening now, pounding with hysteria. His heavy screams shocked only his ears, and Eddie knew these panicked gasps were for but an audience of one. No one would be able to hear him from six feet under. Eddie? Eddie? Wake up, sweetheart. Her voice was sweet and soothing. You're having a nightmare. Eddie looked up to find his sweet, pixie-like mother sitting beside his little bed. It was a sunny, celestial dawn. All was well. He took a satisfying breath and said, Oh, it was so real. There, there, sweetheart. It's all right now, she said, offering a warm smile. It was the same expression she displayed in the tiny oval portrait he displayed on his bureau. With a gentle pat on the shoulder, Eddie was able to relax once again. I love you so much, Eddie. Her big brown eyes removed any remaining fright. He was at home. He was safe. Then she spoke again. Remember me, Eddie. Always. Edgar was confused. Huh? Remember you? Mother? That's when Eddie realized that as she spoke, her lips never moved. She continued to smile with those adoring eyes that fans everywhere had held so dear. After all, everyone loved the great actress, Eliza Poe. But Eliza Poe couldn't possibly be here. With every beat of logic, the ethereal light surrounding her form became brighter and brighter. Mother! he called out. 
At one point, Eddie gasped and sat up in bed. The only thing that had been real was the sweat on his brow, that and the tears pooling on his lower lid. There was indeed a morning light shining through the window, but it was hardly the heavenly glow of before. Outside, the city of Richmond came alive with the sound of morning. Eddie sat up, tasting the beads of salt upon his upper lip. He tried to work out the details of the vivid dream. There was no doubt the woman who had shaken him from his nightmare was Eliza Poe, but she had been dead for over 10 years. Eddie couldn't remember much beyond her vague lullabies or her gentle scent of gardenias. But one memory was entirely clear. It was the foreboding cough and the sound of the death rattle in her throat towards the very end. That sound Eddie would never forget. He took another, longer breath, contemplating his nightmare within a nightmare. Evermore Poe is the historical account of a teenaged Edgar Allan Poe. If you'd like to learn more about Eddie's devolution to become the master of the macabre, please don't forget to follow and share this podcast. Evermore Poe was researched, written, produced, and edited by yours truly, journalist Chris Kosach. I began my research more than a decade ago using vetted journalistic methods with corroborated fact-checking from respected sources including the Library of Congress, periodicals obtained from multiple Poe museums, notable scholars, and the National Archives, among other collections, strung together in a narrative style. In other words, my story is mostly true. Our music today is from Esther Abrami. It should be noted that some of the characters in Evermore Poe are composites of real people, including servants and slaves who lived in the Allen home at the time of our story. Please note, while Evermore Poe is based on fact, it should not be confused with the historic record. For that, I hope you will go down your own rabbit hole to research one of the most thrilling American authors of all time. Our story continues again next time on Evermore Poe. Until then, I'm Chris Kosach. Thank you for listening.